the martini wow entertaining irreverent and hysterical hard to hit it is it mostly <laughs> what about you guys huh? <laughs> <laughs> what's that for well, don't put our address on a profile bitch what the fuck okay what? oh what are we saying <laughs> bonjour and you know why i say that uh, it is not only our greeting it but, is. But also because, I guess, in July, our number one country worldwide was France. That's right. Not which all, is shocking More to me. listeners were from France than from the United States of America in July. I know. The, the French Lounge. people love us. They love martinis and they love us. I know. Which so I'm pretty kissing. impressed because you have yeah. insulted them. Yeah. And they love kissing, which is most important. Yeah. Right. Which is such a great thing. That's I probably agree. why. Yeah. And they're and so they have open. they the very phallic Eiffel Tower. <laughs> so it is, I, it is, it is phallic, it. yeah. Very I know tall. when you shared that number with me the other day, I was like, "Really? I know. Can you believe it? Remember well, it when sense. we were number one in Mexico? Yeah. I it mean, makes sense because we you have very yeah. open, you have very open yeah. attitudes about sexuality, right? Pleasure, true, and respecting other people. That's, that's right. right. And, you know, but you can also be a little snooty sometimes, and that's <laughs> right. That's the French exactly. That's the French you way. Can you know be? how to put on the, yes. the attitude when right. you need to. Be right, the right, pretentious right. gaze. That, yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. It totally does. Yeah. It totally does. And yeah. as we perfect stated in, in a <laughs> conversation before, <laughs> Dolly lives there a lot. <gasps> there. So, wow. Already. I think it's all Dolly. <laughs> She's just down. True. Dolly girl. <laughs> She's downloading. She's listening. She's amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's in France? Wouldn't you? Do? She lives there half the time now. Some, yeah, yeah. She and has she a home it. there. She so has a home there. Oh. Yeah. I know. The only reason we know that is she's turned us down so many times. They say, and they, the same reason comes back from her assistant. She is still in Paris right now. She's not due back to these states until blah, blah, blah. So that's how we found out like three years ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But so she still does live in California oh sometimes. Oh, yes. yes. In yep. sometimes. I think yeah. most of the time, but she goes to France a lot. Yeah. Still has her Blue she Ridge Mountain home with Carl. I'm of sure. Of course. Uh, right. Is yeah. Carl still with us? He's still with us. Oh, They're nice. still married. He still yeah. sits out in the woods and carves things. And oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have this marriage that works for them. Absolutely. And I think that's amazing. And I think they're such a great example of a 50-year marriage where they make the rules for themselves. Boom. They don't follow any prescriptive rules. I get so rule, excited. They just yeah. do it for themselves the way I think yeah. that's amazing. It yeah. is amazing. It works really well for them. I think that's how... I, it right. would work the best, personally. Yeah. I think it is a good example. If Dolly can do it, so can Listen, you. Listen, honey, follow that right. example. Yeah, I would like yes. to tell Create. everybody to go look at my article for last for, uh, yeah, for a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the when we released the episode of the Pride Center rehab. Yes, uh, we did. So we do an article with that. I don't know if you know that we do an article with every single episode. Uh, episode now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. it's put out there, and so people can kind of have two different ways to come at it. And I did quote uh, Dolly Parton in Still Magnolias. Oh yeah. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. Uh, and I'm like, beautiful. there it is. Yeah. Bitch, there it is. That is, uh, You know, she was not treated well on the set of <gasps> the movie. I just she to wasn't? Say. She I was did not, not know that. Well. How come? Now there's all these stories. The director was horrible to work with. He was <gasps> mean to everybody, but he was really mean really? to her. He told her she couldn't act. <gasps> she was amazing I in that know. movie. Are you she kidding? amazing in every movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He told yeah. her she could not act, and he was mean to her. He was oh. mean to Julia mm. Roberts. She was not a big star back then. No, that was her only second movie. It was a very tumultuous set. The women got okay. along, okay. but the wow. director was horrible. He was a All I got to say is if you mistreat Dolly, then yeah. you're dead to me. It's not. It's no. Mm. I have a hard time watching no. that movie now. Yeah. yeah. 
That makes me sad. Oh. Here's yeah, our because I love all the women. Right. Love them all. We yeah. need to find out who that director is. Yes. Go talk to him <laughs> and be like, no. Get him on the show and debate yeah, him. Do that. That's there exactly we go. right. Can act, folks. Oh, yeah. yeah, she can. She can. Straight talk oh, is one of my totally favorite can. movies. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. She's Nine amazing. to five. Yeah. Best little yes, exactly. How can you say? Oh, rude. <laughs> but you know what? Loved her. If you're a singer. They don't want you to be a good actress. If you're an actor, they don't want you to be a good singer. That's right. No. It's sure. so or the crazy. Other. Yep. Yes. Yep. Still dealing with it. Okay, and wait. soon Gaga's coming up. I know. Yeah. 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 Star is born. Yes. I can't wait. We'll have, I, we'll I think she can pull it off. I think so, too. You, we have to see if I Gaga gets in the way. That's my only thing. Is Gaga going to be too much in there, or is it going to be her? The previews her I saw, she looks like she is merging into the role, as Cher did in Silkwood. She is like oh becoming the role. Oh she can lose right. herself. She loses That's the, what I'm hoping. Only totally. one line I can't handle in the previews. And it's when she says, oh, I'm just ugly. And I'm like, oh, Nobody oh, believes yeah. that line she's you just not. said. She's not. Exactly. First exactly. of all, she's, and exactly. she's saying it because she has brown hair. And I'm just like, oh, oh no. Yeah. But I Please. bet she can pull off the rest. Yeah. We'll see. I'm uh, so excited. Speaking of Cher, though, yeah. did you see? So I saw the Cher show in Chicago. <gasps> oh, well, that's oh. better that than ours. Yeah, course, if you're asking me, I've that's better than Mama right. Mia. Right. Because I, I want to see the Cher show. Oh. Yeah, so the Cher show is coming to Broadway, but it's okay. played in Chicago first. So I went I need to see to her because go. I'm crazy and Cher fanatic. So oh, yes. I had to see the show in Chicago before yeah. it came to Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was okay. I love Cher, but the right. show did need some work. She saw really? herself. She agreed it needed some work. Okay. The narrative is shaky at best. Wow. Because you have three women playing Cher. Okay. In different stages of her life. Now, oh that's wow. fine. That makes right. sense, yeah. right, right? Right, right? But what the play is actually showing is more, at less at chronological stages and more at developmental stages. Oh, and So you have three different that's shares at developmental stages, and yeah. they interact with each other, and mm -hmm. they sort of jump into situations where they help each other out. Right. So and a creative kind of idea. if you that at the beginning, you can yeah. follow it, but they don't really tie that together well right. until the very end. Right. So it's a little confusing why the share who just played her as a five-year-old is now playing her. So the different one is playing wow. her. Wow. Gotcha. They gotta, they gotta work on that. Who wrote gotcha. this, but they got Cher's Blessing? Yeah. Um, they did write... They Cher did contribute to it, and oh, she okay. definitely gave all yeah. her music yeah. to be yeah. licensed to this. Yeah. But apparently, she saw the Chicago show too, and she said it needs a little work. Oh like, wow! Yeah, you if better. Cher get it does too. not give your uh, stamp of approval. Work mm, on it. Yeah, you need to wait before it goes yes. to Broadway. Exactly. Work on it. Yes, yes please. It sure does. Okay. When we, when I saw uh, Mamma Mia two, yes. and you know you're waiting for the here we go again. The whole here we go again. The whole time. All yeah. of a sudden, you hear that helicopter, and you know what that means. The whole you know audience. Just goes quiet. Yes. Uh -huh. As we're all just like, she's coming. She's coming no. right now. Yes. You hear that, and you hear yeah. it. And yeah. and I was with my friend Richard, and I grabbed his arm. I'm yes. like, this is Cher. And then yes. and they and they pause it. They sort of yes. go back to another I part. Know, they go rude. back to another scene, and I'm like, yeah. what happened? Yeah. yeah. Give us Cher. Give us Cher. Then yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It takes yeah. over the whole yeah. week, and the song and the was just made for her. Who knew when it was Abba? Abba. You know, I never was a very big fan of the song Fernando. Right. Cher. She delivers it. My favorite I, moment is because agree. I adore her. So whatever she does, I don't care anymore. Yes. <laughs> but that moment where all of a sudden Cher came out yes. and she gets up there and she does a little Cher dance. Oh yeah. When she's on top of it, I'm like, oh, there's Cher. Cher. Oh, I yeah. see her now. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm only here for a day, bitches, and this is all the acting you get. Right. Pretty much. But yeah. I would have watched it over and over. And they filmed a bunch of scenes with yep. her. And you could tell in the group scenes she's not there. Right, 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 right. Yeah. She's just off to the side. Let's and talk yeah. about how <laughs> for a year they talked about how, oh, Cher's doing rehearsals with the choreographer for the next month while she films Mamma Mia. And then you see her on screen and I'm like, 
Should I rehearse them? For I don't think so. Yeah. I think Sharon's just like, I just want to take a break <laughs> over there. So, and then and as we all laugh, it's like she raises uh, one arm and puts one foot back, and there's exactly, a curve. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and she made $2 million just for that. Right. One, two. Oh, well, like they were well deserved. They were well deserved. Um, I would do anything. They needed she, her because they didn't have Meryl Streep for this movie. So right at the very end, they did. Okay, and I'm glad yeah, they delivered them second. for one minute mm-hmm. together, which uh-huh. is what we all wanted. Well, that's yes. oh my god. So that's yeah. I don't want to. So spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're you know if you can't already guess. Right. But I was waiting the whole movie to see them in the same scene in the same shot and yes. it never happened until the I very know. last right they made you shot. wait till it was like outside it was of the exactly movie. it was like the yeah. Greta dancing scene but they worth it united. super troopers but yeah. worth it so i'm just like it. there they yeah. are yeah yes. i'd say see the movie it is worth it, so it is oh, worth yeah. this film and, and if you have still look great right exactly uh, yeah she looks amazing mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. and continuing to prove that people can have multi talents you know we were talking about egots earlier she might be egot i would not doubt she has an emmy a grammy and oscar she well Tony away. That's so, probably so why she decided to grant well, this. I think if, if the, sh- the share yeah. show wins a Tony, I think by extension she yes, might. She, she might be getting it. I think I'm not I totally, totally certain about that. Totally. She just needs but to do like a can cameo, she be a producer, producer she or just be a producer. cameo she'll, she'll in it and get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll get, yeah. Yeah, she'll get exactly. something. Exactly. Oh, but she. I didn't realize she was that close. Oh yeah. She's one away. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Okay. All right, Cher, let's go. Yes. Um, I think Campaign John Legend you. might get it before she does. Really? He's up for an Emmy in September, and if he wins I this Emmy, know he will that. be the next Egon. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow, he'll be the most recent. Listen. Yeah. 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 And yeah I'm always give shocked. us like five years. Exactly. Yeah. I'm always shocked that Whoopi Goldberg actually has an yeah. Egon. I'm shocked well, at that's that. thanks like to Sister Act. Yeah, she, a Sister Act. That's yeah. exactly it. I Which she will be the first yeah. to admit to you yeah. that... That took a lot of engineering right. to make that voice. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and she totally. she said it during the, the interviews. The uh, during the, the right. No, she said when she got the Grammy for the soundtrack to Sister oh, Act. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She likes it. She goes basically. I had to lay on the floor and someone just sat on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how Donna Summer recorded? As <laughs> 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 the legend goes. Yeah, I, yeah I, right. Kind of, you know, I those, think so. Those, those guests <laughs> were real. Right. In the studio, <laughs> which Giorgio Moroder and somebody. Yeah. Nice. Right, right. All yeah. of my gasps yes. in the studio were real as well. Yeah, so, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're in LA. We're we sitting are. in Los we Angeles. I'm with you in Los Angeles. Last yes. time I saw you was Spokane. It was. Yes. It the last so time awesome we did a live show. To see yeah. You. you and yeah, we were yeah. all in Spokane. We're so LAified now. We are. And you we are. Did it. I'm so proud we of both of did you it. Because Thank so many you. people talk about this. Yes. Not everybody does this. Totally. And you actually made this happen. You're right. making it happen. You did make it happen. And you don't you realize this. why more people don't do it until you move down here. And then you're like, oh, good thing I didn't know. That's all I'm saying. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's Sometimes beautiful. better not to know. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. Worth, it's work. Yeah. Worth it's every work. minute of it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But it's a. G- I think it's really a gift both of you are giving yourselves and the show sure, is yeah. this chance to shine and to yeah. do this and to make these connections and to just throw it out there and see what happens. I. I sometimes it feels like that and sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. I'll be honest. But <laughs> you it's know, awesome like anything worth it. Well, right? yeah, yeah. Right. And it's awesome to be in the space where you feel like okay, we we belong. We belong. <gasps> this project belongs here. Absolutely. So that's really awesome. That's a beautiful yes. statement yeah. too. Yeah, really someone exactly said right. sent a note to us and said, yeah. "Welcome home." Yes. And I'm like, actually, that Welcome sounds home. good. That yeah. sounds it's here. It's needed. It's here. And mm-hmm. you know what Cher said before she did Silkwood was yeah. like, you know, hey, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could fall flat on my face and fail. And so right. I've already done that. Exactly. Absolutely. I know how to do that. So right. Yeah, right. There's really, nothing bad that can happen. Right. And then look yeah. what happened. So and now right. She is uh-huh. you know just almost an ego. Almost. And look, get ready to be Cher. That's what I'm saying to you. She's an ego. Right now she's an ego. 
ego. You're not right. That You're is not wrong. perfect. You're not wrong. Yeah. Actually. She is an ego. Uh, that is for uh-huh. sure. <laughs> I like it. Uh, we probably should remind yeah. everybody, if you are fans of the show, you already know who we're speaking to. Uh, yes. If By voice new, alone. Because we've brought on so many new listeners That's since we moved true. to L.A. Probably let's mention uh-huh. Damon L. Jacobs. Hey. He is a yes. licensed relationship. That's right. Uh, and... Oh, marriage and family therapist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, are also. California yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes. See, yeah. really good. He's also the author of two amazing books. You should go on Amazon that's and right. look them up right now that's and then right. buy them. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Except I don't tell people what they should do. <gasps> True. Because one of his no, books is listen, absolutely again. I was list. testing <laughs> them. But yes, absolutely should list is one of the books. Yeah, rational. Yeah, and who's the other one? And we have them both. And they're both intended to to help people find the tools they need to create the life for themselves that's meaningful, that's purpose-built. That's fun. That's playful. Yeah. Yes. To find a partner or partners that bring fun and delight and pleasure into their lives. Mm-hmm. Right. And st- and actually fully uh, participate in your own life. That's yes. the thing right. that you learn here in L.A. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I, I feel like for everyone in L.A., um, I recommend both those books because they yeah. might help you in a lot of a lot of for ways, real. as we learn. Yeah. Um, you know, L.A. LA can be a tough city to get that attention and focus in because yeah. there's so much going on. Right. So focus on your life and your relationship and, you know, get the books. I will say we get told by a lot of people that we hit the ground running mm-hmm. and we're doing what yeah. we don't. We just go at what our normal speed is. Uh-huh. But I'll tell you, it did make the first 30 days were hell on earth for me. And now the last 60 have been like bliss, heaven. Right. Well, but you have up. to get through it. Showing up yeah. is so important. Physically showing up. And in the digital age, a lot of people don't always realize how yeah. valuable physically totally. showing up places for events mm-hmm. right i mean this is how opportunities happen yeah and yeah. by moving here and just being here such a positive light here yeah. you two are creating that space to to make that happen and yeah. a lot of people again dream about this talk about this yeah they come to la thinking okay i'm here now everything's gonna fall into place right where is it um mm-hmm. you know where's my you know cinderella right. pumpkin and yeah. it's, it's <laughs> like no girl it doesn't yeah. work that uh-huh. way girl exactly. somebody ate that pumpkin Yes, yeah, and exactly. it was me, and, and it was <laughs> a donut. So sorry. True, because if you're in LA, there's a donut there's shop a on donut every corner, and I eat them all. Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> so you should come home all the time. Just have you back on. It's so good for us. And so after all of that said, just so you know, we have him on. We've had you on for years. Uh, fre- I've had him uh-huh. so many times. Uh-huh. Frequently, because um, you're here and you give our listeners advice. They write in, they ask us questions, and you get like professional advice. And then we yes. send you the link so that you can have it. You don't have to share your name. Right. Uh, you can share wh- however much or however little that you want to. But that's the exciting part. And so I'm excited to now give that to L.A. Mm-hmm. and allow them because they were super excited. <laughs> and yes. if anywhere on earth, and I've traveled a lot the last few years, but right. I grew up here. Right. And mm-hmm. if anywhere on earth is a place where people could benefit from understanding you don't have to conform to should you don't have to follow social norms Mm -hmm. in order to live a satisfying Mm -hmm. life i feel like this 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 town that was so much built on the industry of illusion Yes. And saying, and the illusion built by men, mostly straight uh, white men. Oh, yeah. right. To say, this is how the rest of you should look. This is how women should look. Absolutely. This is how gay men, you know, this is how right. straight yeah. men should act. And these right. are all yeah. shoulds and quotes. And the movie industry has really built to sustain a lot of these shoulds that yeah. reach everywhere, people in France, all over it's the true. world. Yes. They yes. create these norms which really, really hurt people. Right. Yeah. Which is and what gets us into some of this mess oh, you have uh-huh. already. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But if we can at least challenge those shoulds, we don't even have to change. 
change them necessarily. Yeah, totally. But challenge them just to make sure, does the should work for me? Mm-hmm. And is this should causing me joy or is it causing me pain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we could all challenge that, I think we'd live in a very different, more more satisfying society. Absolutely. Um, but this is definitely, the, the I think, the epicenter of where people suffer with these and struggle with these right. the most. So yeah. you need your energy here in LA. Yes. We're real. sending it out there. We're and every day you there. check yourself to make sure that you're uh-huh. remembering those things. I think yeah. we learn that. Every day that we're here and just to remember to live authentically who you are. And, you know, I spent a lot of time meditating on positivity. Yes. Yes. Sergey spends a lot of time cheerleading that. Uh (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. But it's important. Same same here. Yeah, absolutely. You spend a lot of time kind of contemplating that. And you realize that this is, you know, the area, like you said, the epicenter. This is where it's created. This is where all of those shoulds are created. It's manufactured here. So you really have to be aware. Manufactured is is the right word for sure. Manufactured. And there is literally an industry behind that. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. Um, I think what's exciting in so many ways, Mm. in so many ways, this is such a fucking scary time we're living in but oh in so God. many mm-hmm. ways also i see so much opportunity oh yeah. especially here with what's happening with the me too movement and the awareness yeah. of how women have been hurt and abused with the hollywood system yeah and yes. already i think women were yes. stepping up to be producers and writers and try to change the narrative yeah. and the shoulds around here mm-hmm. but now with this mm-hmm. whole questioning that's becoming that the cover is being lifted off of the abuse. Yeah. I'm hoping that's leading us to a place where women and men can feel more authentic. Definitely. Consent and really, you know, create, the, the change the industry. So it's yeah. not just about shoulds and conforming yes, and exactly. hurting people, but it's really about people being empowered and yeah. celebrating humanity. And I think that is what arts and entertainment can offer Exactly. Us, but generally the machine around here does not. No, right. right. And it right. is, ca- I think, uh, change from within is our is our perfect, it's the perfect opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. We yes. also talk to a lot of uh, minority actors. Yes. And the stories that they necessarily, not necessarily will share with us on the air, but they'll share with us outside of the air are just, appalling that it's you know 2018 and those kinds of comments and those kinds of things are still happening Mm -hmm. even for so it's it's this whole thing but people are standing up you know lots is lots of things are changing yes and so that's the hope you know that we have yes yeah yeah. We, we are going through a very transformational time, and I don't know exactly what that looks like, what we're transforming to. Yeah. But I know that we are, as a society are transforming. And I think as a gay community um, and as gay men and women and bisexual, transgender or non or it's just same gender loving people, yeah. we have the ability now to really say everything is changing. Everything is shifting. And mm-hmm. we can kind of mm-hmm. surf with that. We're here in L.A. Mm-hmm. So let's yeah, talk about right. We yeah. can kind of surf <laughs> exactly. with that sure. and ride that in a way that's going to help ourselves and our communities to live more empowered, stronger lives, mm-hmm. and in the long term, get through some of the pain that's in store for us, Yes. Yeah. but to come through this in a way that makes us stronger and more capable and more loving than ever. And that's really my goal and yeah. my work right now, probably more than ever ever before, Yeah. Sure. is helping with that or trying to create conversations around that. Exactly. And I think there is so much uh, in change that you have choices you can make. Mm-hmm. And I think that are powerful because you do have a say in it. And I think when we own that strength and we own that power, a lot of great things can come from it yes. if we choose to 
to do that. I agree, yeah. and if anyone disagrees, I'd recommend Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. It's a book I always go to. It's my go-to, yeah. but it is exactly how one person did this in the middle of Auschwitz, in the middle of concentration camps. For real. Um, having been stripped of his entire identity, dignity, having yep. his family wow. murdered, still found that he had choices that he could make. Wow. And the last of human freedoms was to choose one's attitude and sure. reaction in any set of circumstances. Yeah. And I go to his source frequently, especially now, yeah. to say yes. that if Victor Frankl can do that in a concentration camp, right. I can do that with changes in our Supreme Court, oh the possibility gosh, yeah. of having some legal rights taken away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I can do it on a crowded subway in New York. I can do it on <laughs> yeah, a delayed right. plane in Delta. <laughs> exactly. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect at this. Right. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm saying that that I realize that there are role models of people who have survived so much worse in life yeah. than anything yeah. we are, uh, I hope, anything we have yes, to survive. Yes, please. And please. have gone through that with his sense of humanity and compassion and right. love. So let's learn from them. Wow. That's beautiful. There is a documentary on Netflix about uh, comedians in the concentration camps and how they chose, and they would put on shows and they have some footage from it. And they talk about some of the people who survived. They talk about how they had to choose laughter because there was nothing to laugh at. Right. You know, and they created. Wow. And one comedian is still alive and they interview him and he's a very old guy, but he talks about how that's the only survival skill you had. Right. It's a, like I encourage you to look it up on Netflix. It just came out like a month ago. It is it's inspiring. That's just inspiring. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. I want to watch that and oh, read so the book. I want to do both. That cuz it seems so appropriate. It know? is right and now. And you know, it's a it, it's a good time anytime, but especially now. And yeah. now more than ever, Absolutely. we are being called upon to right. really take full responsibility for yes. our mindset. Yes. Not because we're con- in control of the situation, but because right. we do get to control how we react to the yes. situation. Yes. And if we yes. run around on social media and telling everybody the world is hopeless and the sky is falling right. and everything is over, that we will be co-creators of that reality. Exactly. Yeah. And that it does not have to go that way. No, right. let's not take care yeah. of self-fulfilling prophecies. Let's right. not right. do that. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's not exactly. Good. Well, okay. Should so we? yes, we should. I don't know. I, I don't believe Oh, in no. Hi, ah, I keep doing it. Since we? he's here, See, I could not use. You say should, you have to give me a dollar. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I feel like I probably haven't used the word should for like a month, and then Damon shows up. <laughs> yeah. like, should, should, should. It's okay, because we're in a very shitty environment. And the Los very Angeles shitty. is probably the shittiest place <laughs> on earth. The and shittiest place on earth. I can say that because I grew up here. So, okay. These are true statements. We yes. can still be resistors. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I am. I am determined. I'm going to get on the resisting bandwagon yes. for that. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. Well, as always, mm-hmm. we put out the call mm-hmm. to our listeners in LA and said, and in Hey, France. what question? And in France, yeah, where we're right. number right. one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what questions do you have? If you could ask anything about uh, dating, sex, relationships, mm-hmm. what have you? What would you like to say? And we got a quite a big response. We did. We did. That yeah. was very nice and surprising. So yeah, well, let's we have compiled let's some for you. Uh, let's get started from the top then. Um, so this is start with the top. I like. I that. always like to start I with like the to top. Start with the top. Personal. Mm-hmm. Right. (laughs) Also, can side note because you said that someone told me Uh that Thor in Russian is actually well, it looks like it's spelled top, 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 and I'm like that makes sense. And yes, please. In Russian, that is how you say Thor. Yeah, Yeah, that is correct. He is a top. Oh, I always knew it. Discovered by the Russians. Yes. (laughs) So you're welcome. Lucky Russian. (laughs) Okay. 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 Um, Okay. So this question is: as a gay guy. Uh, what do you do when you find yourself only attracted to straight men? 
So that has been a, a w- that's a wonderful question, and that mm-hmm. question has been asked through through history or through gay history um, that gay men have wondered why they are drawn to quote straight men. So. If we really want to look at that. We really want to investigate that. We mean it means we have to challenge what we're defining as gay men and mm-hmm. straight men. Yeah. Um, what does that mean, and what does those terms mean? Because they're not really universal definitions. I think, in general, when people say that, what they're saying is that they're attracted to a man who often is confident cool centered in himself doesn't really give a shit about the shoulds doesn't necessarily engage in the petty trivial mudslinging that happens in the gay community might be more masculine Mm -hmm. and might be just really like more comfortable being who he is not giving a shit and so i i I asked them to say what are you really drawn to um it might be all of those things it might also be this um seek and do not find dynamic that we often engage in as gay mm-hmm. men it's this internalized mm-hmm. it's a manifestation of internalized homophobia and this idea that although i'm attracted to gay men i hate gay men right. i'm repulsed by gay men right um and that's where you know it helps to work with a therapist or someone who's been around right. the block a few times that can help them look inside to learn some of their own internalized stigma about being gay, about engaging right. in sexual contact, about putting down uh, femininity or their perception of femininity, um, instead of just saying, you know, I, I like straight men. Right. And that sometimes as gay men, we, we sabotage our own goals. We sabotage our own dreams or our own sexual aspirations. And part of it, do you think, might be that you don't think that you are worthy or deserving of something? So it's a way to block it. By just only being attracted to something that is out of your reach. I think that's you know a, what I mean? a wonderful way to say it. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that if your core beliefs are, I am not a beautiful, worthy, loving spirit who deserves to be with someone who can reciprocate and receive and give that energy, then yeah. if you're not on the level with that, you will continue to seek out people who will confirm your suspicion that you are not exactly. a worthy, loving, beautiful manifestation of spiritual energy in this world. And you'll do that with straight people or you'll do that with unoptainable gay people. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, but you'll right. do mm-hmm. that one right. way or another. Yeah, you'll right. find a way. You know. yeah. to and, block and with, I mean, this is not unique to gay people either. No. Women do this, straight sure. men do this. Exactly. You know, but it all comes from sort yeah. of that internalized self-loathing. What I'm about this conversation that's happening? I, it's probably been happening for the last few years, but the whole mask for mask, you know, that it has to be masculine for masculine. And then the, it's it's kind of like that whole no fast, no films, no Asians. Right. That whole right. thing. It is very much right. that. Well, so so that you're right. That is not new. Um, yeah. I came out of the closet in West Hollywood in 1989, and Mask for Mask was well right. alive and kicking back then. Yeah. <laughs> and I was not very masked then. I'm certainly not very masked now, so definitely felt the brunt of that. You know, you could go back to the 70s, and you could see mm-hmm. the clone mm-hmm. um, um, icon, right? The, yeah. the man yeah. who is mus- mustached. And back then, we embraced chest hair. Yeah. Yes, then, right? hair was idealized. Exactly. Yes. But it was also this hyper-masculine clone yeah. that was the, quote, ideal deal and yeah. anyone who was not that was the sissy mm-hmm. so we yeah. had these labels and right. these dichotomies back then and again i really think it's part of denying who we are within ourselves yeah we all have the capacity to be traditional masculine traditional feminine in yeah. native american culture they yeah. really embrace the burdash the two spirits yes. both right. masculine and feminine mm-hmm. right. because that's really what makes us enriched is to have both of these energies that we can tap into in ourselves and exactly. really recognize and love in others right exactly. uh, but we live in a culture that's dichotomized it says you have to be all or nothing mask yep. or feminine Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And and dichotomizes gender. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. And I think when we get questions like these now or 30 years ago, it was pretty yeah. much the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'd say to this person, just check 
to see where you're at, check to see what it is about this person or this type that you truly are drawn to. And if you need to do a little work on some internalized stigma or homophobia or maybe early core beliefs that you're not beautiful and worthy of love, right. you right. maybe talk yeah. to a therapist or right. something. Right, absolutely. Well, I think that there's also this distinction between the attraction in terms of, you know, you want to fall in love with someone and this kind of, you know, oh, this is something that's like kind of kind of fun. It's one of my like fetishes. You know, there's a oh there's uh -huh. kind of a distinction between that and you would fetishize if a straight guy were to come over and you'll fuck you or something you know right. something yeah. like that and they're that's they're great i mean that's exactly. a wonderful fun fantasy exactly. is like getting the straight guy right. like i live right. in williamsburg in brooklyn yeah yeah <laughs> so all i'm gonna say about that, <laughs> is that at three in the morning say there no are more. plenty of ways to enact this fantasy <laughs> right. when uh -huh. the straight boys are pouring out of the bars yeah, the and dl mm -hmm. listen you know, hallelujah yeah so i totally get that and <laughs> right it's but it's not necessarily like something that I suffer over or I pine over. Right. right. If it doesn't happen, I don't right. feel like, oh gosh, how come nobody right. will love exactly. me or fuck me? Exactly. Right. It's like, no, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes yeah. you're the windshield, sometimes it's you're the bug. The bug. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's okay. Oh it yeah. just it sounds like <laughs> someone's asking this question because it's causing them suffering. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and Absolutely. that's where there's Absolutely. opportunity to learn. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's beautiful. I love yeah. these episodes. Love digging deep. Yeah. Dig deep. Okay. So the next question. How do you get your partner to be more financially motivated or motivated to make more money and seek out new opportunities? So, you know, we've had this question many times. Yes. Sometimes it's about money. Sometimes yeah. it's about work. Sometimes it's about sex. Sometimes yeah. It always comes down to how do I change my partner? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what do I say to that? What is my usual response to how do I change someone I'm in a relationship with? You don't change them. Don't no, change them. No, you either you accept can. them or. Exactly. Yeah. Or you have or decide answer. that you can't yeah. accept them. Right. You, yeah. you accept That's them. That's your part. You yeah. At the same time, if you're living your truth, if you're someone yes. who's financially responsible, and you're enjoying some of the benefits yes. of that and some of the freedoms that go along with that. And you're just living that as your truth, not as a should, just because it's authentically right. who you are. And you're and let's face it, life, a lot of things in life are easier and more fun if you have money. Not everything, True but that. a lot of things are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're just living that and you're just comfortable with that, then you are teaching and helping other people around you make better financial decisions. Yep. But if it's if you're approaching someone you love or you're approaching a boyfriend or husband from a should or from an attachment saying, you should handle your money differently, and if you don't, I'm going to be upset with you, that does very little to inspire motivation to right. change one's financial patterns. Mm. Yes. And the two things that cause the most shame in relationship are sex and money. Yes. Mm -hmm. So this is not necessarily just a neutral issue that you can bring up with someone and say, you know, I would like you to make better decisions. There's so much shame in our culture mm -hmm. yes. around sex and money. Right. Very so much. So maybe this person isn't managing their finances. Again, maybe like the earlier question from a yeah. place of mm -hmm. not feeling worthy, not feeling um, worthy of success, of wealth. And Susie Orman speaks to that a lot about yes. the psychology behind people who often don't manage their money right. well sometimes. Right. Um, maybe he feels shame. Maybe he feels embarrassment. Maybe he's facing very real obstacles and barriers to being able to succeed financially mm -hmm. um, that we don't know about or that we yeah. haven't taken into consideration. We right. don't live in a society. We don't have an academic or education system that tells us how to manage money. We don't. A lot no. of young people get 
deep in debt, mm-hmm. debt Huge very mm-hmm. early in mm-hmm. life and are paying that off and trying to rebuild credit. I know a lot of people that happen to. Yep. Absolutely. And it's fairly hard to talk about that, especially when you're feeling judged. Totally. Yes. And yes. The, so I, I true. feel like just as much as society is, is set up to shame kind of our bodies and our self-image, yeah. same thing with money. is If yes. you don't have a lot or you don't have X, Y, and Z, then you are nothing or you are less than. Yeah, and that's the same yeah. thing with money. Is that it, you know, it's it's you're right with the shame part. It comes very, it cuts very deep. Yes, the money does. Yes, and it that all comes back to the shoulds. To the yes, shoulds. You're, to the shoulds. You, you're supposed yeah. to have certain things by a certain age, and there's mm-hmm. this whole thing, and you know, and that's where it's easy to get really yeah. caught in the muck right. and mire of that. Right, it is. and mm-hmm. the race is long. I mean, we're living in times when people can sometimes change their situation but there are so many barriers especially Mm -hmm. in today's Mm -hmm. society especially with one who may not have privilege to exceed professionally and financially right yeah and so i don't know if that's the case here um, but i do know it's worth having a conversation and then in rational relating i do talk about what happens if two people in a relationship just have very very different values like right say they have let's just say this person does have privilege and they could exceed financially and they've chosen not to or they're just lazy (laughs) Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, right. So, so this is where we want to think about how we're communicating our feelings and our thoughts and our integrity. This is about relating to someone with compassion, with empathy. Yeah. If you're going to be in a relationship with them and you even want to have the possibility of influencing their decisions, it has to be approached from a place of compassion and empathy. Mm-hmm. And then responsibility. No one is here to meet your needs. If you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone, and Susie Orman will say the same thing, it is up to you to manage your finances. Yes. And and if you're with somebody who is not doing that and you find yourself paying for vacations or meals or trips or whatever, then you need to figure out what you can live with and what you can't. Yes. You it's on you. that out. Because yeah. not, if that person isn't going to make better financial decisions, like yep. you said earlier, you just have to decide what you're going to do with that or not. Right. Yeah. But right. to exactly. continue to be in a situation where you're berating someone else and you're suffering as a result, that's not helping anybody. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No, neither one of you. Right. right. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I feel like if you are that person that is kind of, you know, um, I'm paying for more things or you're kind of taking taking that financial responsibility, you would feel that pressure, but you have to realize you are making the choice to put that pressure on yourself. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's that is absolutely a choice. It's like my daddy always said, if you are going to loan money for someone, don't expect it back. That's the only way you're going to be able to do it with an open and free heart. Right. And then if you get it back, it's a beautiful gift. And if you don't, you did it from your heart. Absolutely. But that's the only way. And you you have to somebody. be open to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and maybe, you know, I know some people in relationships where there is a financial imbalance and oh they yeah. end up paying for most things. And mm-hmm. they can live with that because yeah. it's worth it to them to have the quality of time with someone they love. Mm-hmm. And it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So yes. that's fine. Yes, but exactly. in this relationship or this question, I get a feeling it's not fine, and that person then just really has to ask themselves what they can live with and what they can't. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Wow. Oh, yeah. it's 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 the honesty moment with yourself. That's the hardest. That part. is the hardest. Yeah, yeah that it makes it real hard to be honest yeah. with yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sergey. Okay, let's go on. Um, this listener asks: So many couples try open relationships and they crash and burn. I still believe they can work, but what are some best practices that can be helpful? Great. I love this question. Mm-hmm. And because I wrote a book about this. Yes. Book. Yes. yes you you know, but I love this, this this idea that open relationships crash and burn. So, you know, let's let's ask, you know, how's that monogamy thing working? Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> How many relationships if you're don't crash question. and burn? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Especially here in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. So, so the interesting thing is yep. when, a, when a relationship, <coughs> a, a so-called monogamous relationship comes to an end, whether that's through cl- 
a beautiful closure or, or right. strife or conflict. Right. We don't generally call it, oh, well, that monogamous relationship didn't work out. That system no, is right. crashing and burning. Right. <laughs> you know, we say, oh, well, that's unfortunate or it didn't happen right. or, or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it was for the best. Right. Yeah. But when in people in an open relationship or a loving agreement do not choose to stay together, we generally tend to stigmatize that and say, mm -hmm. see, I knew it. Yes. Those open proof relationships don't work. work. It's proof. Mm -hmm. And I, I just don't think that it really works that way. Mm -hmm. The other thing to keep in mind is that there's lots of people who are in open relationships that last for decades, and they generally don't go on podcasts and talk about it. Yeah, true. Because right, true. it's so <laughs> right. deeply stigmatized yes, in our absolutely. society. Yeah. There is still such a deep stigma within families, within communities, even liberal yeah. communities, that still look at that and go, oh, no, that's not okay. Right, exactly. And, and people don't want to deal with that stigma, no. so they generally yeah. don't talk about that openly, even exactly. when they do have an agreement about this kind of yes, thing. Yes, yes. But back to the question, are there ways that people can be more proactive and, and compassionate about making an open relationship sustainable? And absolutely, there are many ways to do that. One is go by rational relating, the smart way to that is the way to do it love by david l jacobs <laughs> um, there sorry, you go um, that's how to do it Done. So, and i'm not the only one who has written about this um also the ethical slut is a wonderful book i um, just heard about that it's a beautiful book mm -hmm. um, opening up by tristan termino is, a, is another wonderful book so they they definitely approach this more from the academic standpoint okay but in my book rational relating I talk about the five pillars to creating a relationship, any kind of relationship, whether it's monogamous or open. Right. And that is integrity, communication, mm -hmm. compassion, responsibility, and compromise. Yes. And integrity, like we talked about earlier, like with the last question, people, we all have different values in this world. We all grew up in different families and mm -hmm. different yep. ways. Mm -hmm. None of us have had the exact yep. same experience. Even people who grew up in the same families have different priorities. Right. So we often have different priorities and we come into a relationship with often different priorities. Yes. Mm -hmm. If we can be open about that instead of shaming each other, saying, well, mine is right and yours is wrong, but just to say, look, you might have different values than I have. And that's okay. Right. That's mm -hmm. one way. Mm -hmm. Communication. Mm -hmm. Using I statements. Not using should statements. Yeah. Not That's using. Right. I, I really caution couples not to ask questions beginning with the word why. Yeah. Right. Because mm -hmm. oftentimes if you begin a question with the word, well, why are you wearing that? Exactly. It's like, well, why are you not managing, you know, why is there not money in our bank account? Immediately the question yep. why provokes a defensive reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's finding ways to discuss issues in ways that are communicative, compassionate. Yeah. When we talk about compassionate, we're not talking about loving everybody and agreeing with everything, but we're yeah. talking about a basic standard of humanity saying that I respect you and honor you even when I'm in disagreement with exactly. you. Exactly. Even when you're getting on my fucking nerves, I still honor yeah. you and respect you. Right. And exactly. have empathy for you and your situation yeah. and how you've come to be the person uh -huh. you are and make the decisions you made. Yep. And yep. then responsibility, saying exactly. no one is here to meet your needs. No one was born into this That's earth. A Not a single one, one of us was mm -hmm. born into this earth saying, I'm here to meet your needs. Yeah. But we're all here to meet our needs, and hopefully a relationship will enhance that and increase Exactly. That. Exactly. And then compromise. It's finding a way, finding a balance, an equitable agreement that works for two people. And if you go through these steps, it is more likely that whatever yeah. kind of relationship you create – open or 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 some or monogamous or something in between yeah that you're gonna find a peaceful loving fun way to do that yeah i always like to think that i want to be this participant in in, in an intentional architect of the relationship like yeah. actually talk to each other about what you want and what you you need as you get into it. build the one build the relationship you want to build yes. and then you'll at least you have the best shot at seeing if that will work but 
but get in there and not just go, oh, well, this is the pattern that's always been told to me, so let's just try that and see what happens. Right. You know what I, I mean? encourage creativity over conformity. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think of it very much like a house. I think yes. of things like ge like houses. You know, so you could move into a house or you could build a house that's, that's like everybody else's on the block. Yeah. But is that really honoring your creative spirit? And does that serve your relationships yeah. and try to make your world look like everybody else's? Yeah. Or does it make sense to say, we can create the blueprint, we can yeah. create the architecture, exactly. right. we can make this. I always remember the Brady Bunch movie where um, where Mike Brady in the movie like creates every, like every house on the block. It's like the yes, it's the same. Right. It's like yeah. <laughs> when in real life, the Brady Bunch Even house is Even the gas station unique. he it created uh -huh. is their house. <laughs> well, that's creating a house. And uh -huh. I love my house, so I want everybody else's right. house to look alike. Exactly. Well, the, you know, in the real world, if we're doing that, it's kind of like not everyone's yeah. house wants to be the same mm -hmm. not everyone mm -hmm. wants yeah. the same structure exactly so we can help each other and help our relationships open or closed by being open and honest and loving and compassionate and figuring out how to create this together yeah we're trying to conform to the shoulds that are dictated to us by others and it's not in a i'm not saying that's always bad either we right. learn from our parents we learn from our families for better right. or for worse that's often our, our our framework for what is quote normal yeah yeah, but absolutely. that doesn't mean it works for everybody. Right. Yes. Right. See, true statement. And I think if yeah, if we would all just yeah talk to each other. Yeah. And with each other. The only and with way. Each yeah. Other. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Connect so I like so use the pillars and buy the book. This is what we're telling I you. No, for absolutely your question. though. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's it, true. And if you've listened to a Damon episode before, you should really know those pillars. I th I feel like every single time we go over them, um, because at least we yeah. touch one or two because there's they're really key to building a successful and happy relationship yeah. you know and i think I, y you're right buy the book get them it goes all over yeah it. yeah well i will say you mentioned you. earlier yeah i know a triad yes. uh, here in the la area and no one knows it mm -hmm. except who they choose to um right. how they live but they are very happy been right. together nine years everything's going great but they say they know better than to share that with people. Yes. Yeah. I will say in California, up in Humboldt County, uh -huh. there is a triad that's very, very open, and they actually talk about this at the university. Ni oh, nice. And they spread their message, and they talk about this in media, and they share. Sometimes they have a fourth, and sometimes it's just the three mm -hmm. of them. Sure. But they really do share some of the, the struggles and triumphs they've had. Right. And I love that they're very open and transparent about that. I but think again, that's most of the triads I know, yeah. they will not be open about it and talk about it like this. Exactly, right. yeah, because of the, the, the shame stigma. that can yeah. be put upon them. Unfortunately, yeah. Okay, so let me see here. I am a gay man frustrated about getting nowhere with dating apps in L.A. Getting to an actual date seems like a challenge. What is another avenue for meeting someone, especially when you have a busy schedule? Okay, so great. This is a wonderful connection. A uh, question about connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how one, especially in a busy metropolitan area, especially in the digital age where we're yes. all multitasking and yes. juggling, how does one connect with others? Yeah. And it sounds like they're finding they're not getting that on dating apps. So yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, for some folks, dating apps like Scrub, like yeah. I love Scrub. Um, right. yeah, I hello. think those are really Hallelujah. great ways to meet and connect <laughs> with people, as long as you're doing that without any expectation or attachment to outcome. Yes. yes. And then oftentimes yes. you have deeper connections because you're not attaching to outcome. Exactly. But I think what's also, um, if he's finding that dating apps are not satisfying him, it's like, well, let's go back to basics. How did gay men meet each other before mm -hmm. we ever mm -hmm. had this thing called the internet right. or social media? Yeah. Right. 
we did that time exist in, no. <laughs> in, uh, in, in meetings and bars and clubs but yeah. I'm not, uh, not only bars and clubs often through service mm -hmm. through oh. volunteering for mm -hmm. organizations mm -hmm. helping others mm -hmm. finding people that are like-minded and have similar values and priorities with integrity exactly. through service yeah. um political groups sports groups theater yes. groups social groups like we're in a you know la is a place where it there are so many organizations or groups that meet for so many reasons so yeah. if you want that real right. life interaction it yeah. is there for you right? well and let's be honest in a place like la meetup which is yes. a, a an amazing website where there's so many groups and you can just narrow it down by what different groups are in the lgbt focused area and there's five thousand different things you're doing you can find something you enjoy mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. go to that group and uh they mentioned being busy well, if you're not busy and uh, too busy to that you want to go on a date, you can find time for these as well. Right. They can turn into something. Right. So also part of the way we see our schedules can also be very limiting. Yes. You know, yes. because of fear. Mm -hmm. But yeah, apparently our parents didn't have apps and I have no idea how that worked. I, and they met somehow. <laughs> exactly. I know, exactly. right? Um, I think a good, good piece of advice that I heard when I moved to LA is be a joiner. And that's exactly as... Wait, join I need to things. know what this means. Be, the, be a joiner. Just join things. Join projects. Join clubs. Join organizations. Go and get yeah. involved. Don't, don't stay at home. Don't get locked into the social digital age. Yeah. Um, just go out there. And well, emphasis yeah. on the word joy. Right. Or joy and joy. Joy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bring joy with you. Joy. And then when you have joy with you in your I heart, like that. you radiate that. Right. There's and a even song. Even in a place like L.A. and New York is the same way. You right. know, these are considered rough towns to make it. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you yeah. know, if you bring joy into, you just have that within mm -hmm. you and you walk into a room, people mm -hmm. feel that. Now, that, that, yeah. that doesn't mean you're going to make friends with everybody. No, but it's true. It doesn't mean yeah. everyone's going to want to get in your pants and date yeah. you. Yeah, well, exactly. that's too bad. Or the other way yeah. around. Yeah. But it does mean that you're going to create opportunities for yes. that energy to yes, enter your exactly. orbit when you right. enter a place with joy. And L.A. and New York are actually cities where that's more valued because people are so busy. Exactly. Right. And, you know, those are both cities Absolutely. that often have kind of a rough edge to them. Yes. Well, are a little intense. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, they can so be. you're kind of the antidote to that. I you're going to shine. Yeah, I have to give a shout out to Gay for Good. Like, if you want to talk about service, if you want to go you know, volunteer for an organization. I've done it with them. They are an amazing group of LGBT people who go out and do, and I met some amazing guys there. Yeah, you did. Um, and so there are things out there Absolutely. that, you know, that, right. that you can do. Also, though, your the whole joy conversation sounded, it reminded me of being a preacher's kid and that whole hymn about, you got the joy, 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 joy <laughs> down in your heart. <laughs> Where? Down in your, yeah, it's horrible. Okay. It's stuck in my <laughs> head <Yeah>. now. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's very, I like, yeah. But that's a good point. Yeah. And people are way more. When I was a negative bitch mm -hmm. back in what? May, I know, it was it was bad. The, the darkness was so real. No, but the difference between being that guy yeah. and going out and being a guy who was who I am, which is wanting to love everybody, wanting to that, the difference, people feel that. Yes. yes. They feel that they energy. Do. Plus, everything from your body language on is yeah. closed off. Yeah. And right. like, please don't talk to me. I feel like shit or whatever, yes. you know? So what did we call that when someone is closed off, has a closed off energy and really feels like shit and looks in the mirror and believes they're shit and then goes out into the world and yeah. has that confirmed for them? What do yes. we call that? What do we call that, you Jonathan? 
<laughs> oh my gosh, Jonathan, that's hilarious. No, that's us basically um, <laughs> taking ourselves. That's that's lack of confidence. Self fulfilling. Yeah, self fulfilling. Self fulfilling. Yes, right there, yes. So you it's it already decided yeah. before. Yes. That yeah. you are not worthy of talking to. Yes. You, and then right. you bring that energy into the world, exactly. and most people will react to that and not yep. want to talk with you. Right. This is why so many people, especially in our community, the gay community yeah. all over the world, yeah. are experiencing a lot of loneliness. Yes. And yeah. I know yes. some amazing, wonderful people who are who share with me that they're experiencing loneliness but then I see the way they interact with other people in social situations yeah. Yeah. but you have such a fuck off vibe everywhere yes. you go yeah. and, and they don't always mm -hmm. realize that yeah, yeah. it's true no, yeah. because so you're still also if you're in pain at all and being lonely can cause some of that right. pain makes us very self involved yeah. mm -hmm. we can't see outside of us so yeah we may not know that this is what you're giving I, uh, yeah. uh, you had once said stop making decisions for me you know, stop telling me what you what you've decided. I've decided. Yeah, you how know, I and feel that's a beautiful you, thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Don't decide how someone feels and about you. That is someone reacts yeah. to you. Yeah, and that's yes. a discipline you need to practice, and it's beautiful. Right. Yes, when yeah. that's part of your and life. And the other part of this yes. question I think is relevant. I was just speaking about this today um, at a talk I gave at AIDS Project Los Angeles, uh, which is a wonderful organization, by the way. They give prep. Mm -hmm. um, nice. Was this idea of interconnectivity, which partly means the ability to be alone. And still have excuse me, serenity, joy, and pleasure, and center, even when we are physically not in a space right. with other people. But to recognize, even when we're not physically around other people, yeah. we are still greatly interconnected with other living beings. Mm -hmm. Even people that are gone, even people that are dead, even their loved ones in Spokane, Washington, who yeah. have influenced your life, right. they're still part of you here. Yes. yes. Um, and that we are interconnected, and if we could tap into that, we can be reminded that we are surrounded by loving energy, mm -hmm. just like we're surrounded by oxygen. Mm -hmm. yes. We're not always aware of it, mm -hmm. yes. but it's always there. Just yeah. like we're not aware of oxygen, usually until we, we need right, it, until we're yeah. losing it. We are surrounded by loving, abundant energy. So if we start with that, yes. right, and we start the day with that, and then we go out into the world and maybe go yeah. on dates or join a yes. club or do service or volunteering, right. then the outcome is yeah. going to be different. Absolutely. It is like an energy Absolutely. you can you really can plug into, yes. you know? Yeah. Very totally. actively. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And totally all the time, good. you know, you can yeah. vibrate on that higher frequency of, yes. you know, yeah. be in that energy, feed off of it and know yeah. that it exists. I mean, I think that if you feel like there's no one next to you or there's no one that loves you, look again because there is. Yes. You're just not seeing it. You're yeah. just not realizing or consciously yeah. having that in your brain. So you get stuck in the noise. Yeah. And, you and need I'm aware that people might be hearing it. this thinking, well, I can't do that. I, that's right. not yeah. me. That's, that's yeah. Those guys can do it. I can't do it. That's right. absolutely not the case. No. Any right. one of us can do this. Right. This is not yeah. about being perfect. Right. No. I'm not trying to say that I live in the state of perfect connected place right. all the time. Yes. You know, yeah. driving here, I got very cranky in traffic. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that happens. That's a very real thing. But I'm saying this is just about engaging in a process where we actively are consciously creating a mm -hmm. reality for mm -hmm. ourselves that is yes. about infusing a little more love, a little more connectivity, a little more joy into our day-to-day -day lives. Yes. And yep. if you don't believe me, read Tina Turner's I, Tina, or even Dolly Parton's My or Life and Other Unfinished Business, uh, because they both uh, tell stories yes. right. of having gone through some very difficult sure. times yeah. in their lives, some very yeah. emotionally, Tina Turner, more with physical and sexual abuse, yeah. mm -hmm. and how they transform these difficulties into right. something, into kind of being the eye Icons we identify them as yeah. now, but that started with their exactly. mind 
first. Yes. yes. And their spirit came through that. Exactly. And their worldly success came through yeah. that in that order. Yep. I like to think of the mind. It is a muscle. Like you, yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes you have to work it out and train to, to, I have to train mine to see the positive first. Oh to yes. concentrate yes. on, and then it becomes habit. But it takes, it takes the discipline and it's oh yeah. just like a workout routine. Look at yes. everyone listening to this spent as much time nurturing their minds yes. as they did their muscles. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Well, don't, let's, uh, I want to say don't do that because I would be out of a job. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. We would have no more need for marriage family therapist <laughs> in, in Los Angeles or New York. True, so, so, true. so don't do that. Don't be too healthy. But no, I'm being facetious. Yeah. But, but for ser- if we paid as much attention to our thoughts right. as right. we do with our foods and nutrition, yes. especially mm-hmm. here in L.A., mm-hmm. we would have in a very, very different experience of living joyful lives in very this society. Very much. Absolutely. So this is not about being perfect. No. It's not about being <laughs> excellent or being no. the Buddha. Right. Yeah. This is simply about taking small, incremental steps towards being lovingly connected with other people. Exactly. Right. And right. by the way, you take time to nurture your mind and I will nurture your muscles. That is <laughs> that is how I will get into service. There you go. That is my, I'm giving there back. There it is. There giving it is. of my, yeah. of my heart. So That's your charity. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> Jonathan. I it is. You're welcome. I'll jump in on that. That's with fine, you. right? It's good stuff. <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, okay. let's go ahead and move on to the next question here. Um, when it comes to breakups, they always seem to be uh, to come with confusing terrain. That is true. Uh, I have some questions. What is a go- good rule for post-breakup communication? Is there ever a good time to reach out to an ex? How do you know when it's okay? And do I need to communicate with my ex for closure? Is there value in that? That is a loaded question. That came off LAX, the baggage claim, and it was seven of them. It was seven bags, you guys. Oh, God. They do match, though. They are matching luggage. But you know what's so funny? Everybody, I feel like, has this question after a breakup is, what the fuck? Yeah. Where? True. So I love this question, and I'm going to do my best, but I'll I'll begin by saying on May 4th this year, I married my ex-boyfriend. What? Wow. I mean, I married him to his current boyfriend. Oh! oh I was oh, like, oh, oh, how did oh, I not oh, know oh, you got married? I know. I was like, I what? see no ring. <laughs> no, we say that. That's, That's the joke. right. Yes. Yes. So so, so <laughs> I can speak from having been right. in a very connected, intimate re- ex- relationship with someone for seven years and yeah. going through this transition of partners right. now to very loving friends and allies to the point where he and his current partner came to me because they see me as a source of love and spirit in their lives and wow. asked me, honored me really wow. to, to bind them together in marriage and I officiated their wedding on May 4th. So That's I can, amazing. I can speak to this a little bit. I'd say, you know, I- I- this is really where practicing radical acceptance comes in handy. Radical acceptance for your feelings, radical acceptance for his feelings. Yeah. But also remembering that there is a reason why you were together in the first place. You probably at one point really, really liked each other as human beings before everything went wrong. Yeah. That there was a genuine appreciation for that person's body, mind, and spirit. And if there's a way to get back to that, if, and I don't know this is circumstances, there may not be, but if there is a way to get back to that and say, you know what? We didn't really, we're not the best matches boyfriends, but we're still two 
souls who care about each other and still love each other and still yeah. want the best for each other. And, you know, we're going to support each other and cheer each other on and bail each other out of jail. Right. If we, if we <laughs> right. find that, yeah. then that is a very special connection. And I think as gay men, we're often better equipped to do that yeah. than, than mm-hmm. lesbians or, or heterosexual counterparts. Because a yeah. lot of times I see those relationships fall apart and there is just such a level of anger and resentment and hostility that gets acted out. Mm-hmm. It's this idea that when s- a relationship doesn't continue, it has to mean that someone did something wrong with a capital yes. W. Mm-hmm. And in my world, that's not really the case. Yeah, It can be the case, but it's sometimes there's just two people. This is a cliche, but people do change. Yes. If we're learning and yes. we're growing, we're changing. On yes. a cellular level, we are changing every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some people change in ways that complement each other for decades, and some people don't. Mm, right. And there's not a better or worse than. It just is what it is. Yeah. So to stay in this person's life is just to kind of get back to the basics. Do I like this person as a human being? And if, if you do, and if they do, at some point when you're ready, and you'll know when you're ready, reach out to that person. Ask them out for coffee yeah. or, or dinner. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, talk about things. And not from a place of blame. They might want to fall into that. They might right. still be harboring anger and hostility. And believe me, it's really hard not to react to that if that right. starts getting, like, you start getting shaved right. away. Mm-hmm. But it's just holding that position of, like, okay, uh-huh. Hostility, resentment, and shade are often natural parts of breakup. They kind of sometimes, some people have to go through that before they could get to the other side and come back to that loving allyship. Right. Um, so I'd say to this person, it is worth trying. What have you got to lose? Yeah. Worst comes to worst, you're still not a match as a friend. But right. best yeah. comes to best, you're going to be each other's allies and best friends for life. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, yes. More than just that. an amicable breakup or an ma- an- amicable ex. Yeah. Yes. No, it's a yeah. friendship. It's a loving, like you said, relationship. Yes. Carries and on. And just attempting, I think, gives you closure whether you that attempt. Yeah comes to fruition or yes. not yes. just the fact that you get to the point where you can do that that's closure yes. yeah you know what i mean right. i spent new year's eve this year in new york and i was telling my brother about this oh i'm spending it with the guy i'm currently seeing who i'm lovingly connected with and i'm spending it with my ex and his current partner who i'm gonna marry soon and the ex-boyfriend of my ex because he's gonna go and he's gonna bring a date too and we're all gonna spend new year's eve and just you wow know, like sit and watch you know share movies <laughs> yeah. <And> my brother was like you're really an incestuous family that's kind of the created family sure yeah at some point certain of us were matched with others and now yeah. we're not and we still love each other and right. we want the best for each other right yeah, I right think that's amazing you know, absolutely that's how i think that's the best thing i can recommend yeah Did I, I hope i answered all i that. think that was i beautiful. think that was beautiful okay. i think yeah. that helps everyone in the future even if you are I know. going to have a breakup yeah if it ever happens and and well, hope you're always happy and it doesn't but you well know, you know life they happens they happen yeah it happens it's a part of life. challenge the societal notion mm-hmm. that quantity of years yes. equals quality of years. Exactly. Right. I know that that's what our society says, and I know that for us, a lot of us, maybe our parents or grandparents grew up in mm-hmm. time yeah. when it was more important to stay with one person for the yeah. rest of your life than to actually appreciate the quality of the relationship. But the rest of your life back then right? was sometimes you know, <laughs> only expected <laughs> right. to be like 60 or 70 I years know. old, and they ended yes. up living a lot longer than and that. And before right. that, it was really, easy you know, if it was 35. Right. 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 
you grin and bear it, yeah. and you deal with it, and sometimes yeah. you deal with it in a way that's really resentful and angry. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what a lot of people, mm-hmm. I think my parents' generation and below, and my generation have done is to question that and just say, yeah. is that true? Does yeah. that work for me? And do I really have to stay connected or legally obligated to someone who I don't really like all that much? Exactly. Anymore? Or if I wasn't living with them and sharing a bathroom with them and a yep. bed with them, <laughs> yep. maybe I could actually go back to liking them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. True statement. And maybe that's true. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what you need. And a bank account based and on our last thing. Oh. If we separate oh. our finances, that. we can uh-huh. I uh, I learned that lesson. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that can hurt a exactly. lot. And it doesn't mean you suck as a couple if you separate yeah. your finances. Okay. Right. Okay. So here we go. Let's get the last question in. This is a long one. So, like and there's a lot one. in it. Oh, me I like too. A lot in me it. too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everyone who is <laughs> anyone is on prep nowadays. Oh, dear. But that means taking a pill once a day as long as you are planning on having unprotected sex. We still don't know very well what the long-term effects of Truvada are, nor whether this will result in a mutated HIV virus. There is a possible alternative called PrEP on Demand, or 211 PrEP. In this variant, you take two pills 12 hours prior to having sex, then one pill the next day, and another the day after that. According to some studies, this is as effective as the traditional PrEP approach. It is also easier on your body, especially your liver. But is there a, consen- a consensus now on how effective this approach is? Whew. Okay. Another big oh, one. I got a big load. Do this There's as a big quick load. as possible because I just spent two hours answering these questions at ACLA <laughs> right. today. Yeah. So, you know, of course, I could spend way too much time going on this. Um, yes. So let me just try to break this down. Um, I, 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 first of all, I appreciate the question, but I also want to just, I am the biggest prep advocate in the yes, world. Yes, you in the are. World, mm-hmm. But I want to make sure we're not putting a status on that either. We're not saying that people on prep are any better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, people living with HIV make beautiful sexual contributions yep. to my life. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of people who are HIV negative who choose not to be on prep for many reasons. And that's not bad and that's not wrong or, or, or faulty. Yeah. So I just want to make sure we're not putting new um, hierarchies on yeah. Yes, because I think PrEP is a wonderful, beautiful way for people to connect, partly because we're removing barriers to connection, not because we're adding new ones. Exactly. (laughs) I just want to add that (laughs) to say the beginning. Um, Okay, I think the first question was about side effects, right? Yes, that he said that, uh, Mm -hmm. or whoever asked the question said that they don't know, yeah, if Truvada has been around long enough for us us to understand. But hasn't so, Truvada been around a while? So Truvada was originally approved for HIV treatment in right. 2004. Okay. And it was approved for prevention in 2012. I right. personally have been on it since 2011 mm-hmm. on a daily basis. So that's ex- July 19th. That was exactly oh, more than seven years ago. Wow. Right. And I personally have not had any side effects. But mm-hmm. I do see my doctor twice a year and mm-hmm. all my blood is being drawn and mm-hmm. everything yep. is being looked at mm-hmm. to make sure I'm not having any adverse side effects yes. that I wouldn't feel. Mm-hmm. The reason why Truvada was selected as the first drug to be studied for prevention was because it was known to have relatively low side effects yeah. even for people people living with HIV yeah. and it is true that the drug Truvada has only been with us since 2004 but the medicines in Truvada called tenofovir and emtricitamine had been with us since 1997 and 1996 respectively so that's still only 25 ye- uh, 22 years or so right but sure. we we do know a fair amount about how these medicines work in the body. Maybe yeah. we don't know everything, but we know pretty right. well how they work. And we know from a harm reduction continuum, taking drugs for prevention is doing a lot better, is a lot easier on your body yes. than taking drugs for treatment. 
Yeah. Yes. Right? So, okay. Yes. So we know that much. And I know that if there was a problem or if I was having a side effect or a mm -hmm. reaction, that my doctor would be catching that in my um, yes. every six-month blood draws. Yep. Right. Um, the, they had a question about we don't know how it impacts the liver. Well, right. the liver doesn't process Truvada. It's the kidneys. Yes. So right. when your doctor's drawing your blood, and you can look at the CDC guidelines and the World Health Organization guidelines, they don't say anything about the liver or, yeah. or monitoring the liver. They're looking at kidney functioning. Yes. Because tenofovir can affect kidney functioning. And about one in 200 people using PrEP have had kidney changes while using PrEP. So yeah. far, it's only in cisgender men over the age of 40 who have had this as a side effect. And it's usually people who have had other medical conditions before that. Sure. So it's just keeping that in mind. So that's yeah. what we know so far. This person's right to say this is still fairly early. But so there are things we don't know. But there right. are things we do know about right. the drug Travada and the way it works. As they point out. Even if one was taking it daily, they may not take it daily their entire lives. Exactly. If you're HIV positive, you are going to need to take treatment medications foreseeably for the rest of your life. Yep. If you're on HIV prevention medicine, you don't necessarily need to take it when you don't need it. You need it when you're sexually active and at risk yeah. for HIV. You don't need to take it if you're not at risk of HIV. Yeah. The other thing that the person mentioned was the newer research that comes directly from France. So mm -hmm. a lot of French listeners. Oh, yes. oh hey. France. Hello, Hello France. Yeah. So Bonjour. it's called the Ypergay study or the Ypergay study. Yeah. And that has given us all the data that we know, which is now actually a lot, Yeah. which shows us that an on-demand strategy, exactly the way the, the person described it, it's called the 2-2, or it's called the 2-1-1 strategy. Yeah. The idea is, if I'm not really sexually active, I don't need to be taking Travada every day because I'm not at risk of HIV. Right. right. But let's say, hey, I'm planning a vacation. I'm going to L.A. Exactly. I might want to get some groove on. I might go to the fault line <laughs> or the Eagle. <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. My bears, and right. I don't want to worry about HIV, yeah. that there are ways to prevent HIV using the on-demand strategy, which means yeah. you would be taking two doses of Travada at right. the same time, right. anywhere two to 24 hours before a possible sexual event. Right. Then you have a sexual event. Yes. Then you take Travada 24 hours after that, and then you take Travada 24 hours after that. So right. altogether, you're taking four pills per event. Yeah. And if you're on vacation and it's like a week, you just keep taking it daily, and then you right. stop. Right. Exactly. So, so that has now been verified and validated by French, uh, particularly a doctor named Jean-Michel Molina, hmm. through the Ypergay study. And this started coming out in 2015, 2016, just last week, or, or at the end of July, yeah. in Amsterdam, they released a new study with 1,600 participants, mostly in France, that showed that even the people who used this strategy on demand had just as much as much protection as the people who used it daily, which means there were zero. Yeah. Zero, wow. Z-E-R-O, zero, zero wow. conversions yeah. with people who took it daily and people who took it on demand. Nice. Right. So that's right. really helpful information for us to learn. Now, here's the caveat. Yeah. You really have to be able to know and plan your HIV risk if you're going to use the strategy. Right. Yeah. You have to be able to plan and take the pills beforehand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't know if it works as well. If you have sex and suddenly it's like, oh my God, I need my yeah. Travada afterwards. Yeah. Maybe there's protection, but we don't know right. because that hasn't right. been studied. And I am not that organized. Yes. Right. So right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. I had no idea. The spontaneity. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Again, for some people, they can absolutely do that successfully. Exactly. Um, for other people, daily. Now, I choose to take it daily, whether I'm having mm -hmm. a lot of sex or not. Yeah. Because after growing up in the AIDS crisis and seeing so many people pass away here in exactly. California, for right. me, that daily pill provides a, a peace of mind and a safety that yep. I've never had in my entire adult life. And exactly. so I still take it every day because for me, that's something I do that feels like a peaceful thing. But I understand that not everyone feels that way. And not everyone can 
access Travada. Right. Daily. Yeah. So this is a viable strategy. It yeah. does work. We are learning more and more. Our our CDC in America mm-hmm. has been very very reluctant yes. to adapt the strategy, but we are hoping and thinking and praying that after the July results came out in Amsterdam, yeah. which really really uh, verified how well on-demand dosing works. That our CDC might make a statement about that, but I'm I'm not holding my breath. It right, right. Takes yeah, several years it does. Sure. Oh, wow. I can look at the whole wow. AIDS crisis yeah. and what that did. I want to say one more thing about this question because the one other thing that's really really important for people to know that wasn't asked about is the flip side of this is that if someone is living with HIV, if they are HIV positive and virally suppressed for six months yes. or longer, mm-hmm. they cannot transmit HIV yes. to other people. Again, if they're right. undetected meaning 200 copies or less for six months or longer, they humanly cannot transmit HIV to others. And that research was also just validated again in Amsterdam at the end of July of this year. Now, we've had this research going back 10 years, Mm -hmm. but it has been validated. It is reliable research. There has never been one single transmission ever documented, seen or heard or reported. Someone has been HIV positive and virally suppressed for six months or longer. That's another thing to consider if people want to use PrEP. If you have a primary relationship with someone who's HIV positive and virally suppressed for a sustained period of time, do you really need to be on PrEP? Right. I can't, I can't answer that question. Right. But it is a question sure. that one yeah. is worth asking, yeah. with hopefully with their primary care physician. Right. You equals yeah. you. You equals right. you, baby. Yes. Undetectable yes. is untransmittable. Yep. And that's a really important component that isn't always addressed in these questions. That's right. actually so very... Add that. Well, right. I also don't wow. think it's... Even though we've heard about that, I don't. It still don't think it's got wide enough told exactly. wide enough as I think it should be. Not enough field. press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like well, to spread it far and wide. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. My kind of uh, guy. Please do. <laughs> now, there's a, a, a question in here that I, I kind of want to bring up that I, I don't think we talked about is the mutil- uh, mutated oh, HIV yes. oh, yeah. virus yes. that they bring up. Is that at all a, a concern thing. or a thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would say that's been a concern yeah. ever since we've had treatment medications sure. in 1996. Right. Um, when I was still working in clinics and organizations, I was still told mm-hmm. in 1996 that I had to instruct people living with HIV that even if you're virally suppressed, you still have to use condoms with your HIV-positive partners or husbands because you still could spread the virus and we would create a super virus. Yeah. And that was the fear for a long time. And Law & Order SVU infamously <laughs> yeah. did a very <laughs> offensive, disgusting oh. episode. Oh my God! Two thousand five. <laughs> um, you can go back and look at it. It was like where a member of ACT UP like is spreading a super virus and he yeah. gets killed, and then oh they have to. It's really it's so offensive and horrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. And so, but but it shows yeah. what the the angst was at the time. Yeah. That there was this super virus, this mm-hmm. super infection that was mm-hmm. going to be resistant to all treatment medicines, yeah. and all the sluts were going to push it around. Yeah. And that was going to be the end of HIV treatment. Well, yeah. that clearly never happened. Exactly. And so, super infection is really. I mean, of course we always want to keep our eye on that. Right. The truth is there are some strains of HIV out there that are resistant to some medications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, in 2018, there are so many different medications and so many yeah. classes of medications that even with a strain that might be resistant to one medication, at this moment in time, right. it is treatable with other medications exactly. because we have so many. Right. And there is no super virus right now that right. I'm aware right. of. Right. Where right. Somebody right. has HIV and cannot have viral suppression. Exactly. The current Listen, I blame up. gonorrhea. Totally. Because if everybody <laughs> is talking about, oh my God, don't get the gonorrhea. It's on. It is on bus. 
it is benches on around it is on LA. I the director steal magnolias. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. Uh, <laughs> everything, everything. Um, um, no, no. There's a lot of ads. Right, right. Especially Everywhere. by a very specific organization right. uh-huh. that is run by a very specific person. Yes. Uh-huh. Who right. way before the Trump era taught me the benefit of combating fake facts fake and alternative fa- fake uh-huh. news. <laughs> I had the benefit of debating this back in 2012 and 13 with someone yeah. who is specifically anti-prep. Yes, and very anti-prep. And uses his money to spread these yes. messages all over L.A. and parts wow. of New York wow. and major cities. Wow, wow, wow. Yep. Um, what about the gonorrhea? Yeah, what about the gonorrhea? Yeah. Right. The great thing about people who are on prep is that they are expected to get tested and, if necessary, exactly. treated. Exactly. Yeah. You'll STIs catch it. At least every three Cons- months. Maybe you'll catch it. Consistently, so yes. So when we're doing that versus having the kind of sex we want to have without prep, yeah. that means that we often have people in the community who might have STIs who don't even know they have STIs yep. that right. might be giving them without knowing it exactly. who are never getting tested or treated. At right. least peep the sluts on prep, and I say yeah. sluts is a very loving term. Absolutely. It uh, is. Slut it is. is a We're sexual liberator using Travada. Yes! Uh, the sluts on prep Huzzah. are yeah. the ones who are getting tested and treated yes. and reducing community rates in our community. Being and so are people living with HIV that are seeing their doctors on yeah. a regular basis right. Yes. Right, right. tested and treated yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because they because yeah. that's part of it. That yeah. is part right. of the package. Yeah, right. uh, I love package. it. So never fear for gonorrhea. Don't fear if you're on prep, you're good to go. Well, you're not good to go, but, but you're, you're tested. You'll get, catch it. You're gonna yeah. get. You'll be te- taken yeah, care yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like there is that big stigma fear of oh you're gonna get that one gonorrhea that's uh, mutated and resistant and you yeah know, this and that. We we like to. Right. right. It's always something. And this always is, something. I was naive when PrEP came around to think that if we changed yeah. the fear around HIV, that people would be less afraid. And mm-hmm. I was wrong. And yeah. I'll say that I was wrong because what I've learned is that you can remove the fear of HIV, but, sh- but removing fear is a deeper, deeper process. Yes. Then w- we exactly. tend to and just move the fear. Just shuffle yeah. it around. To somewhere like else. The Titanic. It, for yes. real. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Listen. And, 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 uh-huh. and, and, but that's conditioning. Yeah. That is conditioning yeah. that we have yeah. to be afraid yep. that yep. sexual yeah. pleasure must right. always end up in a punishment. Right. So true. And we learn that. Now, now and it can if that's what you're into. But People in other parts of the world, and I think... And people can correct me if I'm wrong. I think your listeners in France yes. may not experience that as deeply as we yeah. do here in the United Culturally, States, where yeah. we are learned always, and especially right. as gay men having grown up in the middle of an epidemic, Absolutely. we learn that Absolutely. if you're having pleasure, if you're exchanging semen, mm-hmm. if you're having anal sex on a yeah. regular basis with different partners, there is some way, some shape, or form you will pay for that, you will be punished for that, yes. something yeah. wrong will happen. Yes. And yes. it's very hard for us to change that conditioning. Right. That is so true. Right. Yeah. You guys are the leaders. We're in it. About this on We're doing it, and it's so very, that. so we very important. It. We're carrying that yeah. torch. We are. Yes. Carrying the torch. Um, carrying the that's torch. what I love about the shows we do, because every single time we do a new show mm-hmm. with you on, we get to reach more people. And more conversations yes. happen, yes. and more. Uh, just the fact that we were doing the show, I've talked to so many people this week about people who who forget that there's others around them that are sex positive. Right. People that believe in the pleasure and not the pain. I mean, yes. even when we had exactly our conversation right. with the the people from Pride. L.A., they talked about how a, a lot of gay men that they see that use drugs do it because it's the only moment they can release the shame and just be there for the pleasure. Yes. But unfortunately, then they get entangled. And, that and is you so can't have one without right. the other. So yeah. what does that tell us? And that is so true. That is so true. Yeah. That people will alter their state of minds with dangerous chemicals yes. in order to be able to be present and enjoy yeah. sexual pleasure without yeah. that fear, mm-hmm. even if it's just for a few a minutes second. or hours. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. 
but they're yes. willing to hurt themselves yes. in order. And I'm not saying all drug use is bad. I'm not saying all drug right, use right. results in but something bad. Yeah. But, but sometimes people do get addicted yeah. and really do destroy their minds and bodies yeah. all because they're pursuing yeah. that ability to fuck without fear. Exactly. And, uh, I have nothing against drugs, but I'm just saying let's use our conscious creative yes. minds that are yeah. so powerful to create that reality as well. Yeah. Right. I am. D- what I am against is hurting yourself or hurting right. others. That's all. Exactly. That's exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Whatever but I am method that is. Yeah. And so I hope. Them. Exactly. That's, that's, a whole that's, that's, that's that whole is exactly story. right. Uh-huh. Spank me. What? Yeah. And we can go to the fault line on Sunday. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. If yes. you consent, oh, go for it. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, these are always fun for me. Yes. Yeah. They're fun for everybody. Yes. They're, They're so, so proud good. Of you guys. Oh, I'm thank so you. Proud you're here. Thank you. We're excited, We're excited so and we love it. So many people talk about this. Very few people I know do this. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't know you that well before. Yeah. So I was like, okay, they're talking about it. They're talking right. about it. But you did it. I mean, you really, we really did it. We are here. Love yes. it. We are here. We are here. Yep. We're yes. in LA. You got to jump in air. and, yep. Oh, oh yes. And it's, it's amazing. It's much warmer here than when we were outside Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> it was so cold. <laughs> I'm not. Listen, Sergey's uh-huh. going back in a week. Uh, I am I'm going to go week. ahead and stay in the sunshine. Yeah. So I'm going to visit and then come back and get warm again. Yes. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Well, like always, you know, as you listen, new fans, old fans, you will hear Damon again in the future. You will. So get your questions yeah. in. Now, exactly. anytime, yeah. and we will save them if we have to. Yes. But these are great, and I know everybody appreciates right. hearing what what and they didn't even have to say their names. They, you don't. That's what they really love. And if right. people can't wait, yeah, and they yes. want to reach me, and if they're on yeah. Facebook, yes. um, I have a group called Prep Facts. Yes, P R E P F A C T S. Prep Facts, mm-hmm. rethinking Prep. HIV prevention and sex. Yes, and yeah. myself and my hearty team of volunteer moderators are moderating and answering questions 24 7 365 day and night That's all amazing. over the world. Wow, um, answering questions about pleasure, about pain, about sexuality, yep. about HIV prevention, yes. about you, yes. you. Yeah, um, trying to help people in the world understand what our options are and make whatever sexual decisions they're going to make from a yes. place of science and empirical data and right. fear and stigma. I love it. People can reach me there. Listen, do go there. Perfect. Also, check Facebook. out the books. We yes. say it. We plug them all, all the time. They're worth it. Exactly. We've read them. We know. Yeah. yeah. It's time to reread them now that we're here. I know I we think. talked about that right the other there, day. Yeah. yeah, it's time. Yeah. It's the first time. thing we did was read self-help books. Cause we're, yes. we're in a light. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get ready. <laughs> Let's go. get ready. But it's true. It's, it's true. true. Yeah. Well, every week, this is what we do for you. Great guests. Uh, entertainment every mm-hmm. Friday. Remember mm-hmm. to always check us out at our website and our socials. That's and right. until What's next website? our website www.jonathanandsergey.com it sure is I know you, and plus we, as that we like to say right, right. <laughs> yeah. very mad for that very mad I'm an actor I'm an actor I have all of the emotions yes you uh, <laughs> yeah this yes. is how it goes and so remember check us out there um, and we just have a really good time yeah. so until next time bye bitch bye Listen, you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just just do it. JonathanSergey.com Yeah, like whatever. I mean, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there too. Jonathan Sergey.